and that'll be the opening of you saying that's a good movie. That's what Giggity. they said. That's what they said. Maybe multiples. Yes, it can. <laughs> oh, welcome to AC Presents. <laughs> I'm Alex. I'm Jared. Greetings, programs. I'm Adrian. Uh, we're good already, night, everyone. We're already off the rails, folks. <laughs> um, but that's okay. Uh, because it's Wednesday night. It's something to do. I will ask a little favor because, uh, I've got a buddy of mine from church. He wants to listen to the podcast. Can we try to keep this one extra clean for him? No. I mean, we, can we try? Uh, I mean, you already, I heard, mean, all things considered, uh, we just you, started I'd the say, way we just started, yeah. but I mean, we want to cl- keep it clean. Let's end it now. <laughs> Just because you go to church doesn't mean it has to be clean. Sorry, you've you've been to our poker nights before where it's not always the most clean. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, though, uh, saying... humor has all sorts of... Uh, talking about the kid that he wants to listen to. Oh, well, I mean, we usually keep it pretty clean anyway, so it's good. No cuss words. Yeah. Not much innuendo. Not much. It's like Shrek. You get it if you get it. Okay. Yeah, we do do that yeah. All right, E, I think you'll be fine. You just said doo-doo. <laughs> and there we go. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So last week we said that this week we we're going to read Transformers Autocracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I decided, hey, we need a topic to think about things. I came up with the on the fly yesterday of, hey, that's a book that Adrian loves reading Transformers stuff because it's a show he watched as a kid. So what are some other books that we read because it reminds us of – Shows we watched as a kid, and how is that cool and all? Um, so, Adrian, mm-hmm. why don't you kick it off? What's, what's your first one that you want to talk about? Uh, King of Spies. That one has been a book that uh, talks to my younger self uh, when I used to watch like the old Sean Connery uh, Bond or the Roger Moore Bonds. Uh, they were just, they, they were over the top, not over the top. Uh, the gadgets were over the top. The adventures were kind of over the top. Um, the villains were that that classic. Oh yes, we will change the world, and whether you want me to or not, to, you know. And I will set the set up as a weird way to kill you, but I'm gonna walk away right. before it actually kills right. you. The classic, you know, you expect me to talk? No, Mister Bond, I expect you to die. Uh, just all of that was just. Uh, I really loved those movies. Uh, and I know there's some people that would be like, of course you would. Uh, <clears throat> but King of Spies, actually, uh, what what I loved about it was it's this it's a spy from the olden days, you know, from the from the golden years of, of espionage. Um, I think of of, of M in uh, Skyfall. She's like, oh, I missed the Cold War. Um, things were easier. Uh this uh, King of Spies uh, is this agent who is now beyond the age of when he should be an agent. All of his debauchery has kind of caught up with him with the diseases that are racking his body and stuff. Uh, his alcoholism has kind of caught up with him, but something in the past has kind of come out into the open and he's got one last adventure and he's kind of he kind of relives those glory days uh, only old so it's retire it's retirement bond yeah yeah right yeah <laughs> uh it's as if sean connery had done one more movie a few years ago before he died kind of reminds me of a uh, red 
Yes. Which was a movie based off of a comic book, but yes. I, I saw the movies before I read the comics, and I love those movies. Oh, they're hilarious. They're, they're great. fantastic. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so a couple questions for you, Adrian. Yeah, go. Uh, first, who's your favorite James Bond? Uh, Sean Connery. Connery. Uh, so, so the Scotsman to being yeah. a, a British <laughs> guy. Okay. Uh, He's also my favorite Soviet uh, submarine. Uh, Russian. Uh, Rush, or <laughs> yeah. Soviet yeah. Russian. Uh, Lithuanian by birth. Yes. And Russian a famous archaeologist dad. Yes. And famous, yes. And, um, uh, yeah, archaeologist dad. Uh, also, is James Bond the first superhero franchise in cinematic history? First superhero? Yeah. Franchise, not just movie. Right. Franchise. I would say yes. Because of how much sci-fi the gadgetry was. And we had multiple iterations of who James Bond is, even though they're technically all the same person, but not really. I mean, yes, they're different actors, and the different actors had different personality takes on James Bond. Only really has the Daniel Craig one kind of, quote-unquote, preceded the Sean Connery ones. But I think they rewrote kind of that whole story. Right. Um, No, no, there's got to be somebody else before that. Franchise the franchise. Franchise is the word. So multiples. Right. That it's the earliest one I can think of. I wouldn't call him a superhero. Why a spy. not? Spy. It was okay, it was Black Widow a superhero? She's different. Is she a, is she a superhero? When Widow gets shot, she doesn't flinch. When Connery would get shot, well, did he ever get shot? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, Yes. I think he would he flinch. faked his death on one of them. Oh, that's right. You only the submarine twice. thing, That's right. yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, I I wouldn't call him a superhero. Super spy, just because of the fantasticism of it. Okay, what oh. is the definition of a hero? Because I mean, he was doing heroic things. Yeah, but for what reason? Well, are we keeping this PG? <laughs> well, that wasn't why he was doing it. He was doing it for king and country, for queen and country. You know, but. I, I, I kind of make an argument for both directions yeah, on that. I, I'm going to say the first super. I want to say the first superhero franchise is what I'm going on. Is the side I'm on. It's almost like a super spy franchise. I'll give but super it's spy doing the hero- heroic tasks, which is what. So he was a hero at that point. I mean, it is weird because hero like that was his job ultimately. Like sure. he wasn't doing for heroic reasons. He was like that was his job. Mm-hmm. But who says your job is a hero? Is a heroic thing. Like, I mean, I think a, by definition, uh, you can't be a hero and it be your job. I don't know. Heroes for hire. Yeah. Again, but <laughs> that kind of. Well, now you're gonna make me Google it. I mean, Black Widow is a hero, and she got paid by Shield. Shield. That was same her job. With, same with Hawkeye. But same she with would Hawkeye. be a spy, and so is he. But they're also the superhero, as popular language goes. Oh, that is a superhero team. That is a superhero team. They are superheroes. I yeah. I mean, Captain America. That was his job. I mean, he did for his job. Hmm. He took the job because he wanted to help. Though it was the only way. No, he- I'm saying on him on the Avengers. Like that was his job. Also, uh, he was an Avenger because he happened to get frozen. Uh, he didn't join I the think army. He, I think to he could have been discharged. I think he kind of re-enlisted with Shield. He didn't want to become 
he didn't want to become Captain America, the superhero. He wanted to be a soldier and fight along for his country. The best way he could. The best way. And yeah, that was I, becoming a super soldier. I would consider him an agent but that of wasn't S.H.I.E.L.D. His goal. before he... His goal. Yeah, I wouldn't consider him a, a, a... I would consider him an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. before he became an Avenger, though. Because he was working with Nick Fury during the first Avengers movie where he, he's like, do you have a mission for me? There was no Avengers team at that time. So he was just working for S.H.I.E.L.D. And everything after Winter Soldier. Captain America during World War II, though. Everything after Winter Soldier, As there was soldier. no S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't know. Again, I'm just saying, uh, yeah. James Bond, first superhero franchise. And they made all the money for, from that. I would go super spy franchise. I, I kind of agree with Adrian on that. I don't think it's quite full superhero because there's no... It's dealing with spy uh, espionage, spy gadgets, and stuff like that. It's just the spy was doing those heroic things. Even then, I don't know, because he wasn't yeah, really doing much. Fine line. He wasn't doing much spy work, because once they catch him, he's no longer a spy. Like, oh, you're, you would, you double-crossed us, we'll oh, catch you. True. Then he does heroic stuff after that, like after he's not doing spy work. Spy work is the clerical, boring stuff of, oh, take pictures, do data entry, whatever, versus, no, I'm running, I'm saving, I'm blowing stuff up, I'm doing whatever with all these weird gadgets. Real spies that are listening to this, uh, his opinion are not all over. And, yeah, they 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 may kill someone, but not like in this grandiose fashion. And like, oh, well, they're, now they're making out on a raft while this other boat's exploding up and sinking. And oh, we'll leave them alone for a few minutes. And they did have space lasers in those. And they had space so, lasers. Space lasers. He he fought Jaws and Ajab. He's a superhero. No, by that aspect, I <laughs> he was I short and had a hat, and the guy had bad teeth. Yeah. Yeah, he fought them, and he, he was a superhero that wears a bat costume who throws batarangs. Right. I mean, I, I mean, Batman's just about as much of a spy as James Bond. Detective. Yeah. It's a fine line between spy and detective. But Batman has a cape. But and billions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. James Bond has a credit card that has no limit, and a, and literally a license to kill. So. I don't, know, I, just, I don't know with you when you put the space lasers, Jaws, Odd Job. There's a while the other vi- villains. That, that franchise really went off the deep end for a while. Yeah, it did. But I mean, it, it it's is still a great, great series. Oh, it's like Fast and the Furious. Yeah, we're not taking this Whoa. any of this serious. Whoa, it's Whoa. just popcorn, like action. Whoa, don't worry about the story. It's fine. Whoa, that James Bond you're talking about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and Fast and the Furious family. Come on, the one James Bond movie that had uh, Denise Richards, that was horrible. That was horrible. So, like, I would yeah. Tomorrow was not enough? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. No, Tomorrow Never Dies. Uh, I, don't I don't remember. Moving on. Yeah, anyway. those 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 <laughs> last few ones. Of Pierce Brosnan's, his really only good one was Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Yeah. World, World is Not Enough wasn't bad. Even then, Goldeneye was only really good because they did the game afterwards, and that was really yeah. good, Yeah. But anyway, you, the listener, let us know if you think James Bond was a superhero franchise or not? Spoiler alert. It was. It was. Uh, <laughs> I remember, I have, all pa- I have all editing power, so <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fine. Uh, I'll go next with one that is kind of weird, but kind of cool. Wind. I always thought Wind reminded me a lot of Doug, the cartoon series, where kids, you know, it's his own journal, doing his own thing, and he has a group of friends that, like, diehard you know, right till we die, sort of friends, companions, 
Only thing Win only thing Win does not have that Doug does is a dog that goes along with them. But it is what it is. Yeah, that's nope, 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 nope. Can't have that because digital rights will get nixed if you hum the song too much. Really? Yeah. Yeah, algorithms, they're awful. <coughs> yeah, no, no, I'll leave it in. I, leave I, it I, in? Cut, okay. I cut it off. I think, you have to, I think you can do 30 seconds, but yeah, either way. I don't want to risk it. But then edit my call. Yeah. Nope, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that one in too. I'll leave this whole conversation in. <laughs> that way they can know that we... Behind the scenes, there's editing marks. Well, that's, <laughs> it's, one it's, of there's, there's less editing I have to do later too. <laughs> that, ultimately, that's my biggest reason. Like, I don't have to edit less then. Uh, but yeah, Wind and Doug, very fantastical. Um, Wind, obviously, more so with like actual magic and stuff. But yeah. there have been several times in Doug where he, all right, he does his own Quail Man side story with weird stuff. And I don't know, it just it seems very wholesome from that standpoint. Like, yeah. Like, oh, it's just a I dude and writing his story and riding with his friends. So. Yeah. Uh, what's first on your list, Jared? The first one on my list was actually. Um, going to be Flashpoint and um, some of the other multiverse stories like Infinite Crisis and stuff like that where they kind of travel through multiverses and you get to see different worlds. It always reminded me of, I always, whenever there's a story like this, I always think of the old show Sliders. Yeah, It's one of my favorite shows growing up until like the third season when they like got rid of half, you know, all the main cast and recast But then they everybody. brought them back in. They brought them back for a little while. Yeah, but it still wasn't the same. No, the I first, know. like the first two seasons of that show, were just phenomenal. It was great TV, fun. You go to this different world that's still Earth, still America, or something like that, and it's something's a little different. Uh, I loved the dinosaur episode they did. They had, had, you know, they didn't show much of dinosaurs, but they were there. You know, mm -hmm. that. They they had a TV budget. They didn't have a big budget. So that, it's like oh, one little shot of them, and then everyone's like, "Ooh, looking at them," you know. It but, is funny to see some of those old shows and who kind of comes out of it. Yeah, Gimli. Yeah, is uh, the professor right. on, yep. in 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 the show. Yep. I Jerry, remember when Jerry O'Connell. Mm -hmm. He didn't do it a lot afterwards. But. Not really, but his biggest role was probably still Stand by Me. He was. The, oh yeah, the, right. The chubbier kid. Mm -hmm. Um. I don't know his character's name in that, but yeah, it, going back, it, it it is weird to see actors and shows like before they were anybody. Uh, if you go back and watch enough Law and Order, you'll see a million famous sure. people. I was just like, gonna oh, say, random odd job here, like oh, dead person there, yeah. or random criminal B, um, or look at Smallville for that and X Files. Oh yeah. There were a lot of guest spots on both of those shows that are some of them are really big name actors now. Yeah. Baby faces. Yep. Like just baby faces. Yep. I think there. Amy Adams was on Smallville and there X Files had so many. I mean, Stargate, Atlanta. Stargate had a bunch. Yeah. Jason Momoa. Yeah. And look at him compared to everyone else on Stargate Atlanta. That Atlantis. was, yeah, like was still Aquaman then. No, that was pre-Game of Thrones. That was pre-Game of Thrones, right. Yeah. That was, like, that was his first real gig. Yeah. So, yeah, but he was still an Atlantean. But- oh, I got you. you know, I, yeah, I, I, I knew what he was going with. <laughs> I didn't catch that. I was saying, though, like, look at him, though, <laughs> in the, versus the rest of the roster. Eh, yeah. No one's really done much. But, you know, even if there's been a couple small roles, there's been some big name actors right. through these. 
it is just it's just fun in general to see yeah. old shows and movies like oh oh that's so and so I didn't know that they were in this yeah and because yeah they've been around forever right it's not like they just oh I got this one gig and now I'm a superstar no no right. they work at it for years yeah uh, yep. take Seth, small roles Seth Green his first famous thing I think was for Burger King doing Burger King oh, commercials oh I think so yeah being the Kaching guy yeah and yeah just so. really weird yeah. Yeah, but it's fun seeing all those old shows and everything. But yeah, any multiverse comic book always reminds me of that. And I love those type of stories because it's like a almost like Marvel's What If series. It's almost like a different dimension. If one thing changes throughout history, what's it changed here? You right. know, I love those stories. So, but We're yeah. said that they never actually like met themselves. Yeah, really they never did on that show. They... Yep. But I think they actually said if I loved that show, so I could be wrong. So if I'm wrong, let me know. Um, I think they said that their counterparts were also kind of like they built the same thing, so they were sliding to oh, okay. from each other. So it was just like a one big rotation between all of their selves. But I could be wrong on that. I haven't seen the show in twenty years. I wonder if it's streaming anywhere. Now I kind of want to watch it. I do too. So <laughs> there you go, uh, Adrian. What's next on your list? Uh, I'm not sure where to go with it. Uh, obviously, we're going to be talking about Transformers here in a little bit, and I, I thought about that, and uh, it just came to mind that I I don't see, and maybe this is why, uh, there was a book called The Nth Men. Uh, it takes place uh, during World War III. Um, this is still in uh, in our world. Uh, we're still kind of in, we're either reeling from the cold end of the Cold War or we're still in the Cold War. Um, the book came out, I thought in the early nineties. So, uh, so in the, in the comic book, we're still fighting Soviet Russia and Soviet Union and uh world war three happens. And John Doe is this, the American ninja type guy, you know, um, with a brother, Alfie Omegan, who's a telekinetic, right. And the, the, the book only goes 16 issues. So this might be indicative of why i have not seen another book like this but it was one of those stories that we have to go rescue john doe because he's the only one who could kill his brother who was already messing with the world like world war three was because of alfie omegan who was a telekinetic it deals with this whole time travel thing um he is his his girlfriend ends up being the one spoiler alert who leaves John and Alfie at the orphanage because somehow she finds them by traveling back in time, finding them as babies and dropping them off at this orphanage where the, the, the guy was an alcoholic and violent, and just bad. And it, it was just a really interesting story that we just don't see anymore where one person can make and break the world. Um, is very, uh, do you remember, do you, you, you wouldn't, uh, there was a book called Nam. It dealt with Vietnam. Um, I, no, I do remember that because I yeah. borrowed the trades from my cousin several okay. years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, it reminded me of that. Very military. Um, uh, Nam dealt with some of the, the things, uh, of war, um, but we just don't see that grit anymore. The real grit. We get some, you know, gory stuff and some, you know, 
fantastical things. Uh, uh, once a future has, you know, fantasy violence. Um, and we, I don't know what it is. I don't know if we were romanticizing war before. Um, cause even today, like GI Joe, the comic isn't like GI Joe back in the day. Um, so yeah, I, I do miss that and I can't find a book that really does that justice. And I don't like the know. grit, the gritty war part or yeah. Yeah. old GI Joe in the eighties and man in the eighties and nineties. I mean, the closest we have with that mainstream wise is some Punisher war stories when he was Even back then. back in the war. I was saying the back in when he was in Vietnam or World War Two, depending on what retcon time uh, frame you're at. He's always been in, in Vietnam. I've never known him in World War Two. Uh, well, I think there is some books out there with where that. they he put was, him in World yeah. War Two. Yeah, he was in okay. World War and II, Korea, yeah. I believe. Even I think oh, they, Korea, I think they yeah. hit each, and I, I think, think they most recently in, he's in, even been in Desert Desert, Desert Storm. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, that one. So like they keep oh whatever the war is where he's youngish, yeah, but not as old as Cap. So like eh, somewhere around in there. Kind of like Magneto. Second mutation. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> His magnetism keeps him at sixty-five years old. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I, I missed that. And uh, yeah, it was a simple book and it really kind of went out, out, out there into left field, but it was, it was some good art. It talked about a lot of different things that thinking back, I, I didn't realize that it was talking about, you know, the father figure, uh, two kids in the same place, making their own choices of how they want to live their lives. Um <clears throat> Uh, just things like that. Determinate just good, good overall qualities. Uh, and and talking about choice. Yeah, which uh, I know. If you're looking for more war stuff, look at Garth Ennis. What anything he does, he does a lot of war type stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we have one customer that reads like almost exclusively. Like, hey, if it's a war story, pull it from me. I'll read it. Mm. Like, so when you come in this Saturday, I'll say, hey. all right, look at everything he's bought. Sure. Chances are, if you want war stuff. Now, some will be more fantasy war versus sure. realistic war, but that he he's told us specifically, like, hey, if it's war stuff, just pull it for me. Mm-hmm. So, like, all right, well, that's easy enough to do. So, yeah. Uh, next on my list is Strange Academy. Uh, that one always reminds me of Recess, the uh, Disney show that I used to watch growing up, where it's like, all right, a bunch of kids that are in a school, but it's not necessarily them while they're in Spies class or something. Strange Academy. No, 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 recess. No, there's one kid that is like each kid has different uh, character type. Like, okay, one's the lovable idiot. The other one is the leader that is the charismatic leader of everyone. There's what the tomboy. I, I have no clue what you're thinking of. The There's Spy one. Kids. Is no, a show. It was a cartoon. That was a cartoon though. Spy Kids. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, recess. It was them always taking place during recess. Each episode was during. Re- now every once in a while they do. You know, while in class they did a, they did a movie, even a Disney Channel original movie, I believe. And I don't know. It's just it's a fun where fun where like oh you see the kids that are in third grade, fourth grade, whatever, and like oh well there's these kindergartners that are these wild savages, so we don't trust them. There's the ooh, the fourth grader, he's the leader. They're you know the oldest ones in the elementary school, so until they go into junior high or whatever, like it was weird stuff. 
but strange academy definitely has each person has their own type of characteristic like oh one kid is the son of domoramu another kid is the son of a, a frost giant and like there's all the different magical mystical things that are in the marvel universe that strange doctor strange deals with they all have kids so here's them going to school together and be, making friends and some are destined to be you know demons some are just random magic users that are just live in the world so but it's a fun story to see them and that story arc is actually or that series is ending pretty soon i think there's only like one more issue left of strange academy so that was another one that like oh it's a fun one it's a light read yeah i think that one i caught the first two issues or something um i think that one would read better in trade i would agree with that yeah so that um, one you may want to wait until trade, but which, yeah, the first there are, trades. There are two trades out right just, now. Is there two? I couldn't There's remember if the second one was yep. out or not. And I mean, it's very similar to Strange or Teen Titans Academy. They, yeah. They both came out at the same time. They're both ending at the same time. Yeah. But yeah. It, Titans Academy was good, but that one definitely is going to read better. In trade. Yeah. I think so will Strange Academy. I mean, most comic books anymore are meant for are trade. Are meant for trade because, yes, they'll be on the shelf for, you know, they come out one week, then for another month until the next issue, blah, blah. However, once it gets done, it's collected and it stays forever in trade at that point. So that's why, like, all right, one trade, one story. Here we go. Yep. Uh, Jared, what's next on your list? Um, mine, I used to read those old Indiana Jones comic books. No, it doesn't remind me of the Indiana Jones movies. <laughs> but uh, they always reminded me of that old Nickelodeon show, forgot the name of it already. Again, Legends of the Legends Hidden Temple. of the Hidden Temple. So I always thought there was like vibes of the same thing. They're in the temples. They're doing like, he's going over obstacle courses in the- uh, All the different traps Yeah, all and the everything. different traps. And it always just reminded me of that show. Well, in the show, they also do, they did the physical challenges, but then did right. like a trivia, like, hey, what random question about this? Yeah. And like, oh, yep. that is Indy's abilities too. Right. Right. So I always just kind of- caught that same vibe from the that those old Indiana Jones comics to the show and I don't know it was just one of those pieces that I don't think anyone else was really thinking along those lines or anything but well I think the creators of the show were definitely like hey this oh, Indiana Jones thing's yeah. popular let's roll with it yeah there was definitely some inspiration between all of that but uh yeah just reading the comic I definitely as a kid I was getting those vibes you know once I'd read the comic I'd be like oh that show's on awesome you know yeah. So, yeah. What was the name of the show again? Legends of the Hidden Temple. They... One you know, that had the giant rock face yeah, on it. Yeah, I forget what his name was. Yeah, I can't remember either. It's on Prime? Uh, no, Pop it, it was on Nickelodeon. Right, back in but the day. I think they were talking about bringing it back. Oh, like, that's a right. A reboot of it. That's right. They were talking about that. I don't know if they actually did or not. Like I a big stone, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Aztec Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I know we said we we're going to do three, but we're actually good on time. I don't know if we want to do any rapid fire quick ones or, uh, yeah, let's do, there's only a couple more on yeah. the list. Uh, Radiant Black reminded you of Power Rangers and yep. I, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm going to mention that because I was going to steal that one from yep. you. So. Uh, another one I have is The Walking Dead reminds me a lot of Transformers from the standpoint of like, Hey, uh, you like this really big character? Dead. Next. Oh, you like this big character? Dead. Next. And those, which uh, Kirkman himself has said, the creator of The Walking Dead, like, oh, all of his stuff can be traced back to Transformers. Because the most influential thing for him was the movie that came out in 85, 85, 86. 
80 something or other. He's like, oh, I love the show watching, you know, growing up as a kid. Then I see the movie that everyone I love and cherish dead. Crap. And like has such a, it's a, it had such a big influence on him. It's like, all right, well, that's kind of cool. Imagine to have these big characters and uh, we'll kill them off. Just I because. Said Game of Thrones on that, you know, Walking Dead reminds me of Game of Thrones in that aspect. But you're right. They did that in the. Transformers, Transformers is a movie. big thing for him. And yeah. then you find out, why did they do that? Well, because they, they weren't selling toys. So yep. we, how are we going to sell toys? Kill off everybody else, introduce new ones, boom, new toy sales. So, and he did that specifically in Invincible also, where he's like, you have this big equivalent of the Avengers or Justice League, and then we kill them off pretty early. Like, oh, they mean nothing. Next, like, holy crap. So. Yeah. Uh, any last quick ones for you, Adrian? Um. No, you got me stuck on this whole Transformers movie. 86, by the way. 86. Um, uh, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, always reminds me of the animated series, Spider-Man. There you go. Batman, reminded me of Batman. Batman, the animated series. Or, if you want to go back to my school, it's the old 66, Adam West Batman. There you go. Mm-hmm. Honestly, for me, it wasn't even the animated series much as the, the live-action movies, the Michael Keaton yeah. and yep. all them. They, it's a, that one I remember more so because there's oh, less yeah. to there's less to remember. I always want to see in the comics um, a character from the show. I don't even know if he was ever in the comics. Not that I've ever read, but a character called Louis the Lilac. I always want him to make his debut in the comics or show up in the comics, something like that. He always cracked me up. Just his name. They, it was such a joke of a, a villain and everything like that. But uh, <clears throat> Louis the Lilac. Uh, that. That's, that is a, <laughs> that is a name. So, all right. So we will move on then to books that came out this week, uh, Wednesday, May 25th, 2022, the last Wednesday of May. This year's going yep. weird, folks. It sure is. Um, I'll jump in. Um, I, it had the final issue of Titans Academy, number 16. I, I, either 15 or 16. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But uh, it finally ended. We find out where uh, Captain Marvel is, or uh, sorry, Shazam, <laughs> Shazam, where he's at and everything. And uh, yeah, they end up rebuilding the school and everything. I don't want to give too many spoilers or anything like that, but, but the it was a good is, ending. The series is done Yeah, now. you. It was one that I would say you guys should check out and trade. It was fun. Um I don't know how much of an impact it's going to have going forward. So if you only want to see impactful things, this may not be the book to pick but up. But it has the Red it X. It was a lot of fun. It has the Red X. Um, it has some good Captain Shazam. Sorry. <laughs> Captain Shazam. <laughs> yes, Captain Shazam. Uh, it's got some good stuff with him throughout the book. I really liked it, and I liked how he was a part of the Titans as Billy Batson. Um, it was fun. So uh, I'll stop there. I don't want to give spoilers. All right. Uh, I'll go next, and I'm gonna say Devil's Reign Omega came out this week. Ooh. Uh, it is the bridging. Where's mine? I don't know. It's the bridging issue between Devil's Reign series and the upcoming Daredevil series. Uh, it actually has three different stories in it. One that has the main story that follows the death of Matt Murdock. Um, Slight spoilers, but you find out. No, it's not. Actually, I mean, you knew in the previous issue it wasn't actually him. It was his brother that died. Um, but it has them publicly saying, you know, the death of him and going through that. And, okay, what's the future for Daredevil? That's both Matt Murdock and Elektra because they're both running around as uh, Daredevil. What's the future with Luke Cage as mayor of New York? Um, just a whole bunch of, oh, this is a good 
Good setup. Good setup for everything else. Else, like oh, it's the end, but really, it's just the beginning. What's really interesting is that you even chose that because typically, those uh, follow up issues aren't very good. Right. They're like oh, and now a side story of random person, whoever. Um, Now there are three stories in here. I really like two of them, Um, and they did a really good job at that. Mm -hmm. So the third one, I just wasn't a huge fan of the art, and it's just like "Eh, I don't care as much. But, yeah, it was really cool to see. Okay, now that, you know, whatever happened to Wilson Fisk? He ran off into the sunset. Well, how, like, we're not going to, you know, in the real world, like, oh, so? Who cares? We'll, we'll go catch him. And they address that, like, the very first page of, like, yeah, he went off and disappeared. But we have to find him. And Reed's like, but I can't. And, like, so? And it's just that, like, we have to do something about this. And where do we move on from that since he rode off forever? How do we adjust our life afterwards? And okay, well, yes, he had these Thunderbolt team that was you know, like deputized villains. What happens with that? And like, oh, well, the mayor instated it, so the mayor could repeal it. No, the village council, you know, the city council did, so you have to fix that. And like, maybe this is going to be around to stay. And it's really interesting to see the falling out of that. Like, oh, it's not just, oh, it's, it's an event that's done forever. No, no, it actually has some longer lasting implications within. New York City within Marvel, which is nice to see that actually happen because that is very rare. Because anymore, it's like, oh, it happened and it's done. We don't talk about it because it wasn't a major event that you know went across all the titles. No, this one's actually sticking around. That's interesting because I don't remember that kind of stuff with uh, the transition between uh, Secret Ava- uh, Secret Invasion and what was it? Dark Dark Rain. No. Was it? Yeah, that was Dark oh, Rain because yeah, yeah, that was when Norman was in charge. All we get is Norman shot whatever her name was, the Skrull, and the then queen. the Skrull Queen. And then we get Dark Rain Avengers where, Norman, you're now the leader and blah, blah, blah. Right. There was no filler in between. There's no transition. I mean, Marvel has been doing that a lot more last six, seven years where they do an Alpha and Omega and a point one, point two, which I hate the point issues. Yeah, I do too. But at least this one, it is a good... Wrapping it up, like, okay, the series had its ending, done, and now this is the, even though this is the Omega, it's really the kickoff of everything else after that, too. Like, all right, how's the dust settling? Where do I go from that? Which is funny, because now I'm thinking about something you talked about uh, post-House of M. You didn't like House of M, partially because of how it left cliffhangers, like, on things that were unanswered. But this, you're like, I'm kind of okay with this. Because it's not a full unanswered like okay we know where you're gonna go but we're still also done it's good if you want to be done you can sure be. right yeah but not a well now what so yeah i really liked it it's a good one um i'm i would hope that it'll be in the trade of the devil's reign stuff which i, I mean it's i think for the majority of their stuff they have been putting the alpha and omega books in there with their trades haven't I they think so, yeah. yeah well and if so and they may not have the entire thing because like i said it is three stories they could just have the first story that is a direct sequence that's still written by uh chip zadarsky then their two stories are written by other people too so they could just do and part from this one because that's the main story so and, yeah it may matter how the next post devil's reign ties in with these stories right so yeah i enjoyed it uh i i'm excited for the new daredevil series because that's spinning out of this even more and i'm i'm cool with that so uh adrian what's that to you this week uh surprisingly it's two dc books but i'll just talk about the one right now um i've ranted and raved about uh batman white knight uh and i i think they're hitting another another one out of the park 
with uh, Beyond the White Knight. So uh, if you know anything about the Batman Beyond cartoon, it's also been adapted into comics and they've brought Terry McGinnis into um, the comics. Uh, what was it back in Convergence when they really put him in when they, when with they had everybody else? When they time traveled him back into the main Future's timeline. End. Or Future's End. Convergence. Was that before? I think that was oh, before. Yeah. That's right the around The eyeball. That time. Remember, because they had a really great. It was a weekly, oh, it was a weekly yeah. series. It was a really great free uh, comic book issue zero. Right. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is, and then it kind of sucked. <laughs> well, yeah. Anytime you <laughs> some have of it sucked. Yeah. Well, right some there, of it was. Well, the, so, the Batman stuff was really good with yes. um, Tim Drake mm-hmm. as the bartender who they thought that he, as a Teen Titan, was oh, know, dead. Yeah, right. And. You know, stuff like that. It's, and he actually took over for Terry McGinnis. When you stuff. have a weekly series, when everything else in that franchise comes out monthly. Right. And it goes on for a full year, too. It's like, oh, okay, we have 52 issues versus yeah. 12 issues of everything else. But Batman Eternal, that one did it okay. Yeah. That yeah. one was a weekly was book, and it went but for it a year. But it was kind of standalone. It really didn't tie into Detective Comics right. or okay. Batman yeah, right. books or even, you know, the side characters, Nightwing, Robin, whatever book was out at the time. So it it was very much standalone. All I'm saying is it's hard to do a weekly series, especially if it's only one creative team that does all 52 issues. Like, all right, it's not like, oh, 52 issues. Okay, if you do it monthly, that's however many years. I'm not doing the math. Uh, versus no no that's one year and you have to get it all done you have to do dialogue the the main story everything plan it out right it might be doable but it's it's I, it's really tough compared to mm-hmm. and now all we I could see that doing really well is okay you had plenty of time to do it in advance mm-hmm. versus oh no we're we are building the airplane mid flight right yeah, yeah that's yeah but anyway um Batman Beyond the White Knight um the first book has been was great. Uh, Batman the White Knight, and then Curse of the White Knight went into a little more of a, a fantasy aspect of Gotham. And then the Harley Quinn book was a great standalone in that universe. And, and it still did move the story forward a little did. bit, mm-hmm. but not as critical. Right. I think you could skip. You can go White Knight to Curse of the White Knight to Beyond the White Knight, skipping Quinn. Yeah. Not that you want to, because right. that was still really good. Yeah, that was one of the best ones. Um, But now we have this whole thing with where is Gotham now in the future? How are we dealing with the repercussions of now who we know who Batman has been this whole time and where, where is Bruce all this time? Um, and wh- what's going on with Harley even too. Harley and her kids are, are older now. And so is Bruce. It just everything is, it's, it's got a good story. Uh, and, and doing something like that where um, you, you have this character that's really in one place, the cartoons, to adapt him or her into a book and do it well, I think is difficult. Yeah. And they, they did it well. Harley Quinn was the same way. She first came out in, in, in the animated series in the nineties and everybody loved her and she's evolved into who she is today. Uh, Same with Terry, you know, he is this young kid who wants to do right. And he's got this new suit. Uh, And I like even in the first issue, um, he's, he's figuring out, I didn't mean to punch that guy that hard or, Holy cow, I'm flying. Like, just kind of amazed by the suit. And now we're getting that also with all the other things from Chris the White Knight and Harley Quinn. Uh, and it all makes sense. And one thing I, I want to say I normally hate time jumps on anything. Yeah. I hate time jumps and time travel. 
Uh, but this one, it does. It's like, okay, time has passed, but it's for a good reason. Yes. And like, okay, it'll make sense why so much time has passed. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say because if you haven't been, if you haven't read any of that stuff, then it's kind of spoilerish, but it is what it is. Um, but like they, they do a really good reason why, okay, why is there a gap of nothing happening? Right. Well, this is why. Right. And we're filling in through context clues of what happened during that time frame too. Well, and even in the first issue, you find out some of the original bat sidekicks where they are now in this Gotham. And mm-hmm. it's like, I remember how it ended in the last book. Yeah. This makes sense that they would still want to be a thing, but they've got to do it. The legal way. Well, yeah. And like, right. why are Barbara and Dick Grayson on two different ways, solution paths for right. this? Mm-hmm. Why are they so at each other's odds? Okay, well, this makes sense now when I look at this. And yeah, it's, it's just a really good story that I think will read better in trade. Um, yeah. This whole series do. does. The first one did. did. Uh, first one did. Second one did too. I think that's just the way th- this is. And I'm lo- I'm excited to looking for, I'm excited to read it again. And trade all in one setting. I yeah. actually am regretful that I didn't, because if you remember, I did not like the White Knight when it first came out. Yeah, I got Neither it. Did I. I got like three issues, and I'm like, nah, I'm out. But then I read Same it in here. trade. And I'm like, why did I do that? Same well, here. And part of it too is what mood you're in when you try to read it as well. Oh uh, uh, yeah, we talked about that before. There was like 50 different back right. books at that time. I mean, when uh, we have all the single issues and of the white knight franchise that I started the first issue like meh Laura's like no this is pretty good I'll keep reading it so she subscribed to it and read it she asked me questions about like I don't know I don't know okay finally read it and I read it all in one sitting like okay this is that was really good I was like this is really good and these are your answers and And part of that is because I read it all in one sitting versus she was reading it month to month for six months I can see the whole story lay out in front of me I don't have to worry about I don't forget anything in between it's just it's right there so I, I get it. I mean, I get why some of our customers, they buy singles issue, single issues every week, mm-hmm. but they just stockpile. Like, okay, I'm going right. to read it in a chunk. Right. Yep. Yep. And I, I also like that they've kept, I, I'm pretty sure it's the same artist Sean who's Murphy. done all four I books. I think so, yeah. Writer and artist. It's, Sean Murphy. He writes it and draws it. Oh, okay. Uh, it's solid. Yeah. Like, the art works. And yeah. even with the time jump of like, oh, this is future Gotham. Oh. But that still works really well it, cool. yeah. it's a scratchy art style but it fits the story really yeah. well mm-hmm. uh so that uh let's i'm gonna do one more i don't know how many more you guys want to talk about i do a quick one that i mentioned fox and hair number That's what one i was gonna mention too uh, i you told me to get that and i really liked it it was good it's a sci-fi where yeah. um there's two kids they're orphaned we figure out like we don't know why they're orphaned yeah. but there's some i get kind of a cyberpunky feel for the story bit. or a blade runner type of futuristic yeah. where they um, have these like brain chips that they turn into yeah mass I vigilantes have to reread the first issue but the one it wasn't my top pick like i think i like titans better because i don't know where they're going with this i don't know what the goals of the characters are what objectives they're trying to do there's just stuff that happens in this it's a cool sci-fi yes, story. It that is. kind of reminds me of Batman Beyond going back to that. Yeah, where it's a very much so. It reminds me powers, of Batman Beyond. And yeah. but it's a brother sister, I think. Can't see it. Relationship. So I, I, I it's that type of relationship, but I don't think they are actually right. related. Where they were kids together, they yeah. lost their parents, then they're like, yeah. all right, we're staying together with no matter what, going to the right. future, and now they're bounty hunters right. of sorts. But I and, like I said, I I may have to reread it because I may have missed it, but I don't know what's I don't know what's going on, and I don't 
that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that in a bad light. I'm saying I want to pick up issues two to fill in some of these gaps I'm having and to see where they're going with the story. It has a very like a Technicolor art yeah. style too. It's very bright very and poppy. Yeah. And I, I like that. Yeah, same here. So yeah, Fox and Hair number one is by Vault Comics. Uh, I don't usually read a whole lot of Vault stuff. Same but here. Immediately the cover got me hooked. I'm like, okay, well, this looks interesting. Let's check it out. And I was like, oh, this is this is pretty good. Yeah, it's solid. It's, it's not my normal forte. Yeah. I don't usually care about sci-fi stuff that much. It reminds me sci-fi. a little bit of the art from uh, Seven Secrets. A little bit. A little, yeah. A little bit. I can see that. Yep. Where it's the fantasy. But it's this almost, is a it's fantasy. It's almost like sci-fi. if you had uh, the Seven Secrets art, but bright colors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I know. It's very pretty. I'm, I'm digging it. There's- it was it's, good. It's it was really good. Art. They're yeah. they're minimalistic with certain things. And it's, they're walking down the street right now, and it's like it, it's a market, obviously, but it's not drawn like a market. You're not distracted, yeah. by the background. Yeah, no, this is good. It, it's manga esque. Mm-hmm. Like it's definitely influenced by manga style, but full color and still very westernized. Yeah, but like, oh, you mean left to right? Well, that too. I mean, like the art style in general, though. It's not the weird, like, I don't know, expressions on the face. Like, oh, the ha-ha. Like, no, it's, but I don't know. It's really, I really like it. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I, I, I'll get the second issue and see how, see where they're going with it, see what's going to happen. Um, I don't have much faith in Vault, but like I said, I don't read much Vault. Well, and, and that's because be I've tried them before and they're just like, eh. Some of their stuff's good. Some of it's junk. I mean, that's the risk you run with an independent. Is yeah. You don't know necessarily what you're going to get. But some independents can give you Some a independents have a higher bar than others. slam home run. Yeah. Image appearance is always a safe bet. Yeah. I mean, as long as you know, like, okay, it's this genre. If you like that genre, you'll be fine. Right. But some of the smaller independents, I can't think of who did uh, that sniper book, Sarah. Oh, right. Um, um, that was an awesome book, but I read a couple other of their stories their uh books and i'm like yeah they're okay yeah. i remember seeing that yeah. in uh comic shop news that was i do remember seeing the cover of that now thinking about it. it's interesting i like it yeah um, it was good I- i'm looking forward to see where it's gonna go so uh, the next issue of saga came out just real quick um i haven't been impressed with the last <laughs> few not much has happened we're talking about picks of the week here bud so not not picks so, but I'm just saying, Saga, uh, so, we're always- Saga's a slow burn until highly, the final issue yeah. of the trade. Then and that's what I'm really hoping for because I'm just like, this. <laughs> excuse me, this last issue, I'm just like, me. They're, they're, they're building to, <laughs> you know, they're building to a betrayal. So, so I, I'm, I, what, that's the, the vibe I'm getting. Yes. But I'm just like, ah, I want that to be my pick of the week because I love Saga, but I'm just like, I can't pick it. We're, we're in the slow burn. We're, at, we're in the ramping up phase. So, yeah, so. And again, this may- Right, read so much better in trade. When I think you put it, it all together. I think it so will. So maybe I'll take the last three issues and read them all together and see how it reads then. There you go. So, uh, Adrian, what's your other book this uh, week? Just a real quick one. Uh, I've been a huge fan of the DC Vampire book. Uh, it's been super fun. Um, this Robin one shot deals with uh, Damien and Dick. Uh, he's Dick has been transformed into a vampire and he's kind of the leader. And Damien is showing this kind of huh, that kind of character development doesn't quite fit, except that it does. Um, He is a vampire trying to help non-vampires. And he's using his his ego and his his cockiness to try to get to Dick, who's now the 
the lead vampire and it's and they have this there's a if, if you read if you read um injustice and there was unexplained stuff because he ended up killing uh Dick Grayson uh, Damien did uh we kind of get like that unfulfilled conversation of like I hate you because mm-hmm. or I wish you would have been because mm-hmm. uh we get it in this book and it was it was really a fun conversation plenty of action and vampires, if you like vampires. And it's one shot within one shot. within the series of itself, which I think mm-hmm. they're midway through the series now. Like six issues or seven, yeah. Of, Out of, of 12, 12, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just liked it. Um, I think I was expecting a lot of uh, deceased in the DC vampires. I'm being a little bit let down in that, but. It's not by Tom Taylor, so. Yeah. It, right, right. We are getting deceased three. We are getting deceased are three, de- the final chapter. I'm Until so they do a prequel. Tom Taylor is swearing he always had three chapters in mind. And that's what he's swearing by. So I'll go with it. I don't care. <laughs> they can give us more as long yeah, as Tom right. Taylor it, keeps doing it. As long it. as he's Tom the one Taylor, still writing Give us it. that prequel. I'm good with it. Yeah. Break your word 20 years from now. Give I, us whatever. the crossover of Deceased versus Injustice. Let's go with yeah, that, or too. Or the vampires. Well, I was saying Deceased and Injustice are both his, though. So he can oh, do that. Oh, that's really true. Well. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he could. A multi-dimensional jump yeah. between the two. That could be. There you go. That could be fun, actually. Yeah. Wait, so, you're dead. Well, you were a zombie. Tag this podcast to Tom Taylor. <laughs> we just gave him a gold golden idea. Well, one of these days, we'll get Tom Taylor on the podcast. We can pitch him all of our ideas. Yes. We'll be fine. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that was DC versus Vampires. What was the subtitle? Uh, it's uh, Hunters. Hunters. All right. So, we'll be moving, moving on to the book club portion of the week which was transformers autocracy before we go into that if you don't want spoilers next week i decided because we didn't talk about it i yesterday. forgot i was just gonna say we forgot to talk uh, about it yesterday next week we're gonna talk about star wars from the journals of obi-wan kenobi and that is because the obi-wan kenobi starts this friday this friday so we're the first two episodes i'm like hey this is a great timing to read this and i figured jared you wouldn't complain about not reading a, this not a bit so, i am wondering how much they're going to pull from that or how much they will have pulled from the journal of obi-wan right because i mean the journal is the right for the most part one thing we've seen in canon that takes place in the gap between mm-hmm. episodes three and four of obi-wan um now this volume will have other things that aren't with obi-wan that i'm i care less slightly less about whereas yoda's story is like oh obi-wan only has like three issues so we don't want to have a full trade with just that so right. here's yoda's stories also go from there yes. um so yeah i am curious too to see where they go mm-hmm. like oh how much do you pull from this or how much you just make stuff up or and if it serves i don't think the inquisitors existed yet when they printed the uh journal right i don't think we had gotten into season uh rebels i don't know right. that rebels had been out when that came out and this yeah, is actually. last i heard still considered canon so yeah it's interesting to see how that'll overlap with the show yep uh, i mean i, I was kind of hoping really they but... go with the novelization of kenobi mm-hmm. when he first gets to tatooine and what how he may, starts his life and stuff there that was a really good novelization non-canon okay moving on but yeah that's yeah. what we'll talk about next week so we'll <laughs> talk about that then for next week uh Are you so be here for that one no nah. adrian Aww. you picked transformers autocracy did. why did you pick it uh <clears throat> because i love transformers uh it was that book that i grew up with in the 80s um it was it was done by marvel back in the day uh, that and G.I. Joe, those were, my brother was more into G.I. Joe and I was more of the Transformer uh, kid, but we would always swap books back and forth. Um, 
Overall, uh, this book, I have to say, though, is for fans of Transformers. Diehard fans. Yes. Not not the casual viewer. That, oh, I watched some of the shows. I've watched the movies. Yeah, okay. Stuff like Die that. Diehard fans. This I will is say, yep. the, I've read a whole bunch of it. I've watched all the show or majority of the shows, or I watched the one show repeatedly. Like, if you like the G1 Transformers, I watched that show repeatedly. Sure. Uh, um, there's a ton. Good. No, I was just going to say, I... It w- I think it would have been better for me if I would have known what happened right before it or where it was leading. This very much seemed like an Optimus Prime origin book. Sure. If sure. It throws you in. To, yeah. And it's not even in a full, because his, his name is Orion. Orion, Orion Pax. Pax. It's yeah. not even an Orion Pax story. It is the transition from Orion Pax to Optimus right. Prime. Mm-hmm. Because like, I just started reading. Like, I didn't know he was all ever called Orion and stuff like oh, that. Okay. So I'm just like... Okay, he looks like Optimus Prime. Why is he called this? And I mean, then, oh, get get to the big, you know, reveal or whatever that mm-hmm. oh, they he touched the AllSpark that no one else but a Prime can touch and sure. he's a, now a Prime. Right. So I'm like, okay. The concept of Rampax I think was brought about during Beast Wars back okay. in the early Yeah, and like I said, I have no background on so, it, so it, it didn't really say anything, sure. you know. And Correct me if I'm wrong. Before this section of the story, he was a historian slash librarian. That was correct? the other thing too. He was not the super gung ho police. He was guy. not a general. He was a general public. <laughs> yeah, right. He was. Yeah, I think you're right. He was a historian, which never really made a lot of sense. How do you go from historian to general? Just because you get the matrix of leadership, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But in this case, he was already leading his own. He was very good at the Dewey Decimal System. Yeah. And that's what <laughs> that's what got him to be the prime. But in this, he's more of like a commander of a police force, and yeah. his his the, those Autobots are already like, no, we'll we'll They're, follow you. Yeah. you. you're good at leading all of us, and we're all still alive because of you. I will say that it would be a this would not be a book i would recommend new fans of star or to to transform or to star wars or to star wars (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is a not gonna lie i had some difficulty reading this because it it was very like okay when okay i know when this is taking place but why is it telling me specifically this time sure the transformers timeline like okay if you want to show the peace time show the peace time show the war time show the Mm -hmm. war not the well, we're kind of at war, but not really. So There's... we're gonna have this transition. Like, that, yeah, it felt very like uh, okay. Now we're going to war, right? Uh, it definitely ends at the end of an era, I th- or it begins with the end of an era, uh, because we're getting this new. We're about the 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 end of the book ends up where we're about to have a civil war between Autobots and Decepticons. Right. A, a and true that's civil like war, the, not... what I would consider the war for Cybertron. Right. That, you know, we're seeing the first stages of that. La- and I thought that for what I know, which is very minimal of that war and the, what, the future and everything, that's this was a good setup for that. Sure. I yeah. thought it was mm-hmm. very good on that aspect. Mm-hmm. There were things, there were tons of Easter eggs that, that nobody would catch, and that's fine. Uh, but yeah, like you said, if if you know that there's going to be a civil war, oh, well, this is how we got to that. Uh, because even on the back of the book, it said something about like when Megatron and Optimus are fighting together, and it's like, why are they fighting together? Well, right. and if you know that they're the generals of their own perspective, respective armies, 
why would they be fighting together? But it actually kind of works. Well, it did. And for I me, so. I, I would still say that's kind of misleading because when I was reading, I was like, okay, what are they actually going to team up? Like, they're at odds with the entire... Now, they they are, at one point, the enemy of my enemy sort of working together. But they never truly like, hey, let's do this mission together. That's why I was yeah, like, I don't really. like that. I don't like that tag on backline. I was like, oh, when they're working together. Not really. They're just no. working... And- they're working at they're, the same time. Same end aligned for a moment. Right. Right. They're never and really working together. Like here, here, you use this gun, I'll reload this. It's not like right. that level of degree. Like let me transform and you shoot me. It's here. I will not With kill me. I will not kill you so you can cause more dissent amongst your people. Right. That's the closest they got to working together. Right. And I was like, I don't really like that catch. Because like I would imagine them working together, okay. That's when he was a librarian, maybe. Or like sure. back in the early, early, not the oh, we're Tensions are bubbling up. Right. Right. And that's like, uh, for me, I mentioned this to you yesterday before uh, I mentioned you, Jared, yet. It reminds me a lot of the Phantom Menace where it's like, okay, tensions are rising. Uh, we're having some trade negotiations and we're, well, the whole Senate's here and we have like, well, I am the Senate. And, and like, that was episode two. I, I know, but I was saying that it still had that leaking into this a little bit too. Like it was very Star Wars prequel, but not necessarily the best parts of that. Sure. Which is also interesting because only a few of us knew the moment that he was introduced as Senator Palpatine. We're like, oh, I know who you are, you know? Right. And the same here. It's like, there were a couple lines. There were a couple things that were said that it's like, Oh, I know what that means. Yeah. But nobody else does. Yeah. I, I don't think I picked up on some of those, not being a Transformers fan. Sure. Like I sure. said, I watched the movies, like the movies. Mm-hmm. You know, but that that was it for me. What was the name of the prime initially in this? Zeta. Zeta, Zeta Prime. Yep. Yeah. I, I I could not wait any longer. I wanted him to die immediately. Sure. Like, yeah. I was like, can you can you die faster, please? I'm tired of this. Mm-hmm. I think they did a good job. He is Count Dooku. <laughs> yeah, okay. From, I think they from did a degree. From a certain point of view. Uh I, I think what they did well was they they left out all of the fluff. And I think it also may have hurt them a little bit because the book flies through itself, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so there's 12 issues, quote, 12 issues. Because it was a web series originally, it, right? Yeah. And right. it's realistically, this is a five issue trade. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for 12 chapters, like you can definitely tell is the intent for a website, web, website, web, web series. series. Thank you. Uh, yeah. It, for me, too, it was very jarring. Okay. We have. You know, Optimus and Megatron doing their whole speeches next to each other. And then, all right, we're going to skip that for a couple pages and have a middle of a strategic combat scenario. Sure. Like, I don't care. Like, right. the combat was so- I found myself skipping those parts. I, I just don't just care. a little bit. I just don't care what's going on with them fighting that guy and whoever, like this formation, that. Like, that's not moving the story. That is the, ooh, action sequence. Sure. Well, get to the actual story. that you Like, you have a lot of potential in here. Get to that. Yes, that that and, and goes back to what I said. It, they rushed through a lot of things, and maybe that kind of they rushed to their own detriment. They rushed and then filled. Like right. I feel like they, the way it feels to me is they had this Optimus and Megatron story. Okay, well this isn't enough to do a series. So hey, Jared, why don't you write some stories about the tactics that they'll do along the way? Right, is the way it felt to me, and just like uh, yeah, I it, it was I disjointed. Um, I actually wrote that here in my notes. Uh. There does seem to be a little bit of disjointedness throughout the new stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I mean, I think you said it best though, or like you're a combination of you two. They had their main story and they used filler with no fluff. Mm-hmm. I think if they would have added that fluff to the filler, I think it could have really added to the story or made me care a little bit more than just, oh, uh, here's a couple extra comic panels sure. just because we need to fill out some space in the Let me, Well, we don't get any, have we me, don't really get a, uh, an explanation of some of the side characters that are critical through yeah. Transformers as a whole. Bumblebee, the, yeah, even Megatron. Right. Was very not loose. A, yeah. Starscream. Starscream. Starscream, which... Like that, that was, uh, was it Starscream? That was the, uh, the senator. The senator, yeah. Or like, he like was... that was awesome. And then it's like, oh, Nick, we're not even going to touch base on right. that. I'm like, give me more of that. Sure. You know? Like, yeah. It's funny because you just, just a little bit ago, you were like, don't pick the things we don't like. Don't talk about the things. And you two are over here just ripping it apart. And I'm like, I really liked it. I mean, no, that, that's a, this, 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 this is, thing. This is our. <laughs> Your version of saga. Yeah, no, no. That's <laughs> this yes. is how you treat oh, yeah. saga. Oh lord. I liked this book. I'm overall. I did, you know I what I mean? I. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't like I, it. There, I have problems with it, sure. and. And I think every I book is going to have I issues. I liked it. Liked it. This. I don't care about transformers okay. like that. So correct. Yes. I don't have a strong opinion mm-hmm. if this is a good or a bad book. If you are a diehard. I think you would me. love this. <laughs> yeah. For me, I didn't care. I really there was so it. much junk filler to it that sure. I didn't care. They would touch base like Scar- uh, Starscream was the senator, but that was about the only time they touched base on that. He was. He ended up playing the the little devil yeah. on the shoulder with Megatron for yeah. all of two or three times. And I'm just the book. like, Starscream's such a cool character, mm-hmm. a cool tr- uh, Transformer Decepticon. That could have been a whole story arc by sure. itself. My, my favorite part, though, was probably Soundwave that launches out the little. Yep. Oh, little, yeah. Oh, like, he, he's being chased by he's the Autobots. He's being chased by the Autobots and he's launching the different cassette tapes that yeah. do different things. Like, that was cool. That yeah, was cool. That to was see awesome. the, okay, uh, I need you to shock them. Okay, now I need you to destroy stuff. I need you to, like, to see the. I have many cards at my sleeve. Right. Yeah. Which is funny because. He's totally willing to let them get captured. Oh, yeah. And, hey, I need and you to die. harass them and or, or die. die. Like, hey. I While need I you, get away. Right. You uh, collapse these buildings. Right. Well, how am I supposed to survive? Collapse those you buildings. You just collapse the buildings. Collapse the buildings. Like, that was a cool, that was a great sequence. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, there's a character I don't really know a whole about, but it's like random thug B. Like, okay, this is a bad guy, but we see the good guys chasing him and it shows the creativity of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Cool. That worked out really well. Versus later on, we see a quote dog fight for all two panels. Like, okay, but there's nothing there. Oh, we have air superiority. Oh, they're sending out air support too. All right. We'll pretend they're fighting. Don't worry about them guys. Oh, yeah, Move right. along. Mm-hmm. It was just a waste. Like, well, why even bother showing that part? Yeah. Then? The book was definitely an, an Orion pack slash Optimus prime story. Yes. So absolutely. I can see why a lot of that happened where it's like, Oh, there's a really cool fight happening in the background of that frame that I would love to see. Right. But we're not going to get it because this is about Orion Pack slash Optimus Prime. Right. And we, I really thought it was a good origin mm-hmm. for, for Optimus Prime. I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. We have this giant Autobot that was underneath the whole section of the planet <laughs> that turns into a flying ship, comes in to save the day, and what does he do? Goes back to being part of the planet. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, that's really cool. What does he do? Oh, he just lands. Okay. Next. No, he, he took out the gun, the, those he took vampire out, gun. He took thing. out like two guns and then he landed. And then he's like, all right, now I'm part of the city. Peace out. <laughs> like, how, uh, 
thanks, I guess. Like, good on you. And I think I think if there was a plan to kind of give these guys uh, more of a story, um, I think it would it would work out because Metroplex, the big city thing, uh, he does have a very big story to tell. He's one of the ancient Transformers, right? And uh, even you guys don't know those Omega Destroyers. There is one that is a leader of all of them, Omega Supreme, who kind of works kind of like a like a like a god mm-hmm. to the Transformers, kind of a demigod to them. But I know that, and I know you don't know that. But those would be really cool stories right. to come out of this. Like, oh, you were in that book before, and I I think I saw you before. Yeah. Like this would be great when it has editor notes. Like, hey, if you want to see more about this, go read that. You just said you hated those two episodes. Yeah, but if this actually would have that payoff for them, though. Okay. Like For somebody like me who doesn't know Transformers sure. as much, so like I said, it would have been nice to know some of that stuff right there. Because to mm-hmm. me, I'm reading over that. I'm like, man, okay, keep going. Sure, sure. You know, it's not like, oh, that has this significance, mm-hmm. you know. There was like nothing of that for me. So this for, would be a good book for his. The, the City is a lot like Boba Fett in the movies. Boba Fett. Like, oh, people love him. I don't know why. He doesn't do anything. And then he disappears. That's what this guy did. He shows up. People love him. Great. But then he disappears. Okay. I feel like this should be important, but I don't know why it's important. Right. That's what it felt like to me. A and lot A lot of this felt like that. Sure. And, sure. and a lot of our criticism of this book, I think, is based off of that right there. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know enough about Transformers, and I just didn't care. Okay. Yes. We're going to you know? read this nine more times so that you guys can suffer the way I suffered through Saga though. <laughs> Yeah, this is the this is for that would be the... good punishment for us because we did drag that one out for you. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was practice for us. That's okay. Uh, this is the diehard book. Mm-hmm. It is not for the casual fans. So with right. that, Adrian giving a one out of five, one being awful, five being great. What would you rate Four. this? Four. I enjoyed the art. I enjoyed the story. Uh, I didn't. You know, it's funny because I also there was somebody at the the store the day I bought this, and uh, I I went to the to have a drink after after the shift and the the customer that i was talking to i said i actually hated it until like right when you walked up when i turned this page and read this where i i'm like okay i'm good with this story i'm good with this who's this orion pax was which is about a quarter of the way in which is about a quarter of the way mm-hmm. in yeah so a four all right uh i'll go next i'll say i give it a two out of five <laughs> uh for 90 percent of the customers if you are a diehard Transformers fan, though, I'm willing to say a three out of five because it seems okay. I, I I don't have any authority to say it's any better other than that because other than just from what you've said. Sure. So that's why I give it a three out of five as it's okay. If you don't know anything about or if you have a very loose grasp of Transformers, two. I do. I'd agree with that. But again, I don't know half of the references they made. Sure. I don't know. You know, I've, I know very little Transformers. The Optimus Prime stuff was what it got past a one for me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying this is a bad book. It was an easy read. Mm-hmm. Art was solid. I didn't like some of the, a lot of the background frames were just bright red and it kind of clashed with some of the colors like sure. Optimus Prime's red mm-hmm. chest and a, everything. It, a lot of stuff bled into each other except yes. for the dialogue. The dialogue looked like someone just went with a sticker book and put stickers on top of it all. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So, but it's solid art. I'm not. <sighs> I mean, I am criticizing, but yeah. you know, I'm not. You're, you're I'm not, not hating it. Yes, I'm not hating it. There yeah. you go. I think it worked to a point with the content robots. Yeah, you know? I think so too, for the most part. Yeah, um, but yeah, I would say if you are uh, a good 
uh, if you know Transformers like you do, you may say it's a four also, you know, I, it just wasn't for me. Sure. All right. Uh, and with that, uh, a reminder, if you want to read for a book with us next week, we're talking about Star Wars from the journals of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, and now we'll go to the part that Jared always forgets about that we warned him earlier. Where could they get that book? At Alter Ego Comics. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the part that Jared always forgets about what we warned him earlier, and we'll see if he has that idea I'm later. Ready. Uh, that's the hero of the week, be it comic book or otherwise. I'll oh, go, think, no, I'll go I first. will no, go first. You went first last time. I'll <laughs> oh, go yeah, first this I did. time. I did. Uh, I will say my hero of the week <laughs> is our other coworker, Connor, who's picked up extra shifts this week because Mark is out on vacation. Yeah. And sometimes I need a potty break. So it's good to have someone there so I don't like, hey, uh, I'm living the store on Tinder. I, I got to go poo. Uh, no, he's there. And he, he did a bunch of other work, too. He helped organizing some pops today. Because uh, we had he to, put some newspaper down for you. We had a, we had a whole bunch of pops come in this week. Like it was a bunch, a bunch. Um, and I was like, all right, uh, I have to go pack stuff that we need to ship out because we were waiting on boxes. You can handle this while you do that. And he did a pretty good job at it. So Connor, you are my hero of the week. Adrian, who is your hero? <laughs> of the week? Uh, mine's a heroine of the week. Uh, my wife, actually, she's about to do something pretty scary. Um, and I skydiving. I, yeah. I've actually given her both kinds of encouragement, like, you'll be fine, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. And the other, why are you thinking like this? You are smarter than this, you are stronger than this. The angry encouragement, like, why are we having this discussion? You're better than that. Quit being stupid, you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were at the house that day. <laughs> I know everything. Um, No, she, uh, it, it just... It's going to be good. It's going to be good for the kids. It's going to be good for the family. Um, so, yeah. 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 My wife. All right. And Jared, did you forget yet? Nope. I've okay. got it. Um, I'm going to go. So, with... what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with my neighbors around me. Um, starting to, you know, I've lived there for not quite a year, and I have, you know, just met in passing of our neighbors and stuff, and we're starting to get that relationship where it's like oh hey if you need help with something you know let me know you actually know their name you know, now. yeah exactly and uh you know I'm, we're getting advice from each other you know because it's just it's a nice little community that we're starting to all get to know each other really well we all seem to like each other so i'm gonna say my neighbors in my seem general area like yeah so far <laughs> i'm pretty quiet and i tend tend to just wait till to myself wait till so. the fourth of july and see how your dog reacts to the fireworks no that's true so that'll be fine. She'll time. be fine. She'll uh, be fine. I plan on probably bringing Peter downstairs. Just yeah, I was going to say, I've got a basement. Yeah. We'll, we'll bring her down if that's the case. Yep. So, so yeah, uh, with that, everyone will say thanks for listening. We'll be we, back next week. We forgot about the segment, Have You Met Jared? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ladies. Jared. Have You Met Jared? Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Uh, <laughs> Laura will be here. Adrian will be out. But we'll talk about Star Wars stuff without Adrian because... Adrian doesn't That's like torture because Adrian doesn't like Star Wars. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll be back next week, barring any complications or who knows what may happen between now and then. Uh, well, let's hope nothing bad happens. I'm okay. sure they said the same thing on Alderaan. I, I'm oh, sure it's a beautiful day out today. Kaboom! <laughs> it, it's what Palpatine said when he was like, "Ah, because day get any worse." I said ironically, so it should be okay. We're about chicken, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back next week and we'll see you all next time.